Faust. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Faust, Part One, by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, translated by Bayard Taylor. First Part of the Tragedy. One, Night. A lofty-arched, narrow, gothic chamber. Faust, in a chair at his desk, restless. I've studied now philosophy and jurisprudence, medicine, and even, alas, theology, from end to end with labor keen. And here, poor fool, with all my lore, I stand no wiser than before. I'm magister, yea, doctor height. And straight or crosswise, wrong or right, these ten years long, with many woes, I've led my scholars by the nose, and see that nothing can be known. That knowledge cuts me to the bone. I'm cleverer, true, than those fops of teachers, doctors and magisters, scribes and preachers. Neither scruples nor doubts come now to smite me, nor hell nor devil can longer affright me. For this all pleasure am I foregoing. I do not pretend to aught worth knowing. I do not pretend I could be a teacher to help or convert a fellow creature. Then, too, I've neither lands nor gold, nor the world's least pomp or honor hold. No dog would endure such a cursed existence. Wherefore, from magic I seek assistance— that many a secret perchance I reach through spirit power and spirit speech, and thus the bitter task forego of saying things I do not know, that I may detect the inmost force which binds the world and guides its course, its germs, productive powers explore, and rummage in empty words no more. O oh, full and splendid moon, whom I have from this desk seen climb the sky so many a midnight, would thy glow for the last time beheld my woe. Ever thine eye, most mournful friend, o'er books and papers saw me bend. But would that I on mountains grand amid thy blessed light could stand, with spirits through mountain caverns hover, float in thy twilight the meadows over, and freed from the fumes of lore that swathe me, to health in thy dewy fountains bathe me. Ah, me, this dungeon still I see, this drear accursed masonry, where even the welcome daylight strains but duskly through the painted panes, hemmed in by many a toppling heap of books, worm-eaten, gray with dust, which to the vaulted ceiling creep against the smoky paper thrust, with glasses, boxes round me stacked, and instruments together hurled, ancestral lumber stuffed and packed, such is my world, and what a world! And do I ask wherefore my heart falters, oppressed with unknown needs? Why some inexplicable smart all movement of my life impedes? Alas, in living nature's stead, where God his human creatures set, in smoke and mould the fleshless dead and bones of beasts around me yet. Fly! Up and seek the broad, free land, and this one book of mystery from Nostradamus's very hand, 
Is it not sufficient, company? When I the starry courses know, And nature's wise instruction seek, With light of power my soul shall glow, As when to spirits spirits speak. Tis vain this empty brooding here, Though guessed the holy symbols be. You spirits come, you hover near, Oh, if you hear me, answer me! He opens the book, and perceives the sign of the macrocosm. Ha! Huh, what a sudden rapture leaps from this I view, Through all my senses swiftly flowing. I feel a youthful, holy, vital bliss In every vein and fibre newly glowing. Was it a god who traced this sign With calm across my tumult stealing, My troubled heart to joy unsealing With impulse mystic and divine, The powers of nature here Around my path revealing? Am I a god? So clear mine eyes, In these pure features I behold Creative nature to my soul unfold. What says the sage? Now first I recognize. The spirit world, no closures fasten, Thy sense is shut, thy heart is dead, Disciple up, untiring, hasten to bathe thy breast in morning red. He contemplates the sign. How each the whole its substance gives, Each in the other works and lives, Like heavenly forces rising and descending, Their golden urns reciprocally lending, With wings that winnow blessing, From heaven through earth I see them pressing, Filling the all with harmony unceasing. How grand a show! But ah, a show alone! Thee, boundless nature, how make thee my own! Where you, you beast, founts of all being shining, Whereon hang heaven's and earth's desire, Where to our withered hearts aspire, You flow, you feed, and am I vainly pining? He turns the leaves impatiently, And perceives the sign of the earth spirit. How otherwise upon me works this sign? Thou, spirit of the earth, art nearer, Even now my powers are loftier, clearer, I glow as drunk with new-made wine. New strength and heart to meet the world incite me. The woe of earth, the bliss of earth invite me. And though the shock of storms may smite me, No crash of shipwreck shall have power to fright me. Clouds gather over me. The moon conceals her light. The lamps extinguished. Mists rise. Red, angry rays are darting around my head. There falls a horror from the vaulted roof, and seizes me. I feel thy presence. Spirit, I invoke. Reveal thyself. Ha! In my heart what rending stroke! With new impulsion my senses heave in this convulsion. I feel thee draw my heart, absorb, exhaust me. Thou must, thou must, and though my life it cost me, he seizes the book and mysteriously pronounces the sign of the spirit. A ruddy flame flashes. The spirit appears in the flame. Who calls me? With averted head. Terrible to see! Me hast thou long with might attracted, Long from my sphere thy food extracted, And now... Woe! I endure not thee! 
To view me is thine aspiration, my voice to hear, my countenance to see. Thy powerful yearning moveth me, here am I. What mean perturbation thee superhuman shakes? Thy soul's high calling where? Where is the breast from which itself a world did bear, and shaped and cherished, with such joy expanded, to be our peer with us, the spirits banded? Where art thou, Faust, whose voice has pierced to me, who towards me pressed with all thine energy? He art thou, who, my presence breathing, seeing, trembles through all the depths of being, a writhing worm, a terror-stricken form? The form of flame shall I then fear? Yes, I am Faust, I am thy peer. In the tides of life, in action's storm, a fluctuant wave, a shuttle free, birth and the grave, an eternal sea, a weaving, flowing life, all glowing. Thus at time's humming loom, tis my hand prepares the garment of life which the deity wears. Thou, who around the wide world wendest, thou busy spirit, how near I feel to thee! Thou art like the spirit which thou comprehendest, not me. Disappears, overwhelmed. Not thee! Whom, then? I, image of the Godhead, not even like thee. A knock. O oh, death! I know it. Tis my famulus. My fairest luck finds no fruition. In all the fullness of my vision, the soulless sneak disturbs me thus. Enter Wagner in dressing-gown and nightcap, a lamp in his hand. Faust turns impatiently. Pardon, I heard your declamation. T'was sure an old Greek tragedy you read. In such an art I crave some preparation, since now it stands one in good stead. I've often heard it said a preacher might learn with a comedian for a teacher. Yes, when the priest-comedian is by nature as haply now and then the case may be. Ah, when one studies thus, a prison creature, that scarce the world on holidays can see, scarce through a glass by rare occasion, how shall one lead it by persuasion? You'll ne'er attain it, save you know the feeling, save from the soul it rises clear, serene in primal strength, compelling the hearts and minds of all who hear, you sit forever gluing, patching. You cook the scraps from others' fare, and from your heap of ashes hatching a starveling flame you blow it bare. Take children's monkey's gaze admiring, if such your taste, and be content. But ne'er from heart to heart you'll speak inspiring, save your own heart is eloquent. Yet through delivery orators succeed, I feel that I am far behind indeed. Seek thou the honest recompense. Beware a tinkling fool to be. With little art, clear wit and sense suggest their own delivery, 
and if thou art moved to speak in earnest, what need that after words thou yearnest? Yes, your discourses with their glittering show, where you for men twist shredded thought like paper, are unrefreshing as the winds that blow the rustling leaves through chill autumnal vapor. Oh, God, but art is long, and life, alas, is fleeting, and oft with zeal my critic duties meeting, in head and breast there's something wrong. How hard it is to compass the assistance, whereby one rises to the source, and haply, ere one travels half the course, must the poor devil quit existence. Is parchment, then, the holy font before thee, a draught wherefrom thy thirst forever slakes? No true refreshment can restore thee, save what from thine own soul spontaneous breaks. Pardon, a great delight is granted, when, in the spirit of the ages planted, we mark how, ere our times, a sage has thought, and then how far his work and grandly we have brought. Oh, yes, up to the stars at last. Listen, my friend, the ages that are past are now a book with seven seals protected. What you the spirit of the ages call is nothing but the spirit of you all, wherein the ages are reflected. So oftentimes you miserably mar it. At the first glance who sees it runs away. An awful barrel and a lumber garret, or at the best a punch-and-judy play, with maxims most pragmatical and hitting, as in the mouths of puppets are befitting. But then the world, the human heart and brain, of these one covets some slight apprehension. Yes, of the kind which men attain. Who dares the child's true name in public mention? The few who thereof something really learned, unwisely frank with hearts that spurned concealing, and to the mob laid bare each thought and feeling, have evermore been crucified and burned. I pray you, friend, tis now the dead of night. Our converse here must be suspended. I would have shared your watches with delight, so that our learned talk might be extended. Tomorrow, though, I'll ask, in Easter leisure, this and the other question, at your pleasure. Most zealously I seek for erudition. Much do I know, but to know is all my ambition. Exit. Solus. That brain alone not loses hope, whose choice is to stick in shallow trash forevermore, which digs with eager hand for buried ore, and when it finds an angle-worm rejoices. Dare such a human voice disturb the flow around me here of spirit present fullest? And yet, this once my thanks I owe to thee, of all earth's sons the poorest, dullest. For thou hast torn me from that desperate state which threatens soon to overwhelm my senses. The apparition was so giant great, it dwarfed and withered all my soul's pretenses. I, image of the Godhead, who began deeming eternal truth secure in nearness. Ye choirs, have ye begun the sweet, consoling chant, which through the night of death the angels' ministrants sang, God's new covenant repeating? With spices and precious balm we arrayed him, 
Faithful and gracious, we tenderly laid him, linen to bind him, cleanly wound we. Ah, when we would find him, Christ no more found we. Christ is ascended, bliss hath invested him, woes that molested him, trials that tested him, gloriously ended. Why, here in dust, entice me with your spell, you gentle, powerful sounds of heaven? Peel rather there, where tender natures dwell. Your messages I hear, but faith has not been given. The dearest child of faith is miracle. I venture not to soar to yonder regions whence the glad tidings hither float. And yet from childhood up, familiar with the note, to life it now renews my old allegiance. Once heavenly love sent down a burning kiss upon my brow, in Sabbath silence holy. And, filled with mystic presage, chimed the church bell slowly, and prayer dissolved me in a fervent bliss. A sweet, uncomprehended yearning drove forth my feet through woods and meadows free, and while a thousand tears were burning, I felt a world arise for me. These chants, to youth and all its sports appealing, proclaimed the spring's rejoicing holiday. And memory holds me now, with childish feeling, Back from the last, the solemn way. Sound on, ye hymns of heaven, so sweet and mild. My tears gush forth, the earth takes back her child. Has he, victoriously, burst from the vaulted grave, And all gloriously, now sits exalted? Is he, in low of birth, rapture created near? Ah, to the world of earth, still are we made to hear. We, his aspiring followers, him we miss, weeping, desiring, Master, thy bliss. Christ is arisen out of corruption's womb. Burst ye the prison, break from your gloom, praising and pleading him, lovingly needing him, brotherly feeding him, preaching and speeding him, blessing succeeding him, thus is the Master near, thus is he here.